This is Ken. Hey, this is Cal. And we are Not, Not at Odds. Hey, how you doing, Cal? I'm good. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. It's just so good to be back in the studio with yeah, you. Yeah, not quite. I mean, this is a better situation than last time. Uh, I, I was able to keep my distance from you. I didn't even have to have you in the garage, so that's good. That, that's true. That's true. No, actually, we're not in the studio. We are miles apart. And so we decided this time we're going to try to not be at odds with each other. We're going to kind of team up. And we might take kind of a little bit of vacation because there's one place that both you and I have been and a place that we love. It's a whole different country. What country is that, Cal? We're talking about Canada today, right? We're going to be not at odds with Canada, which will be fun. Which, I mean, we're in Michigan. Yeah. They're north of me. They're south of me. They're east of me. I'm surrounded I by mean, Canada. I mean, we're basically Canada, and I feel like the way things are going right now, we need to be nice and end up not at odds with Canada so they can let us in when we try to run. That's true. That is true. But if anybody knows anything about Canada, it's got to be us, right? Because we live in Michigan. We got to know, I mean, they're our neighbors. You're closer to Canada than you are me. Yeah, I mean, just about. I can get to um, Sarnia, I think, right? Through Port Huron. It's only about 45 minutes from here. Um, and you're about 45 minutes from here, too. So it, I'm kind of like right between you guys. And it's wild. If I if I head south about an hour, I hit uh, Windsor. So I can get to Canada a lot quicker than a lot, a lot of places in Michigan, even. I think you used to go to Windsor quite a bit. What was that for? Yeah, so uh, one thing about growing up in Michigan is that if you just cross that border, you can start drinking two years earlier. So from that age of 19 to 21, I did spend a fair amount of time in Windsor. <laughs> well, and you said that you can get about 45 minutes to uh, Sarnia and about 45 minutes to my house. You always said it was closer. That's why you would go to Sarnia instead of my house. I mean, any excuse will do. <laughs> Okay, well, what we're going to do today, we're going to have a special guest, and they live in Canada, born and bred right there in Canada. So uh, let me introduce our guest. Pitter patter, let's get at her. Okay, hey, this is Angelica. How you doing, Angelica? Hey guys, I am doing well. Thanks for having me. You're a podcaster, right? Yes, I am. Tell us the name of your podcast, and at the end, we'll let you give a good elevator pitch. So my podcast is called A Little Bit of Everything with me, available on 16 podcast platforms. So check it out. All right. Well, we've got some great questions for you because, again, nobody, I don't even know if you know as much about Canada as the two of us do. Well, let me just run and get my uh, tuxedo, my Canadian tuxedo on and let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I can't believe Kelly went ahead and wore a Red Wings jersey. Have a little respect for our guest, Kelly. You know, what, what's, it's okay. <laughs> play the role. It's not like, you know, the Leafs are not doing that well anyway when the season started. So I'm okay with that. We've got some questions for you. Uh, are you ready for this? I'm kind of nervous, but I'm ready. And I'm interested to see uh, here. Well, we, we do see each other on camera, but... <laughs> I'm interested to hear your question. He um he sent me the list of questions beforehand, and you should be nervous because this is the most <laughs> like boomer, okay, boomer, stereotypical Canada <laughs> list you could ever put your head to. What year are the questions coming from? <laughs> uh, easily 1970. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> I have a little bit of knowledge, but not too much <laughs> from that era. Well, again. We know a lot about Canada, but we need to know more. Now, I, I do know in Canada, big, big 
country, wilderness country. But here in the U.S., we get pet dogs. But we know in Canada, everybody has a moose. So where do you keep your moose? Now, I know you live in the city. Is that different if you live in the country or the city? Where does everybody in Canada keep their moose? So lately, the moose have been immigrating into the city. Uh, just actually, just last week, there were there were a black, pol- uh, black polar bear. Wow. A black grizzly bear <laughs> roaming around the city. And I was just like, this is actually happening. <laughs> so the jokes are on you guys. <laughs> Oh, so moose are coming into the city. Huh? Yeah, they are. And I remember uh, a couple years back, I think three of them were on the loose. They were actually uh, running on the freeway, which you guys call it a freeway, and I call it the highway. We mix it up. Freeway, highway, expressway. We have multiple <laughs> names. Good to know. What was the all the headlines, moose on the loose? Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty funny, though. I was just like, wow, I think the wildlife is... Uh, trying to find its way out and it's just they made it to the city somehow it's interesting (laughs) so do you have a pet moose though um actually i don't they're a lot of money to maintain and to feed because they could probably be eat me but um that can't happen um i do love my life here so i actually don't have one (laughs) so are there lots of uh rules around owning a moose like do you have to have tags and keep it on a leash you have to have a fenced in yard yeah a pretty big yard (laughs) a pretty big yard you need about like 10 acres that's if you can afford it because 10 acres is a lot now um a little bitty itty bitty house just to give you an idea here in in the city that i live in it's about almost 1.2 million dollars so could you imagine 10 acres uh yeah so you need like quite a bit of acres or you can just let it go and have it you know run through the city and hopefully it'll come back like cats and dogs would follow up question to that because you use the term acres is that metric acres or u.s acres or are they the same i have no idea (laughs) you got me there i'm just like "Mm, this is not a question for me (laughs) when i was in school a long time ago they had us learn the metric system because we was all gonna switch (laughs) it never happened i don't get the metric system because it's so simple zeros and hundreds and Mm -hmm. but anyhow that's a whole i digress kelly you got a question you want to ask yeah so I, I found out a little bit about about you. You live in Toronto, right? The capital of Canada. So how do you like that? <laughs> okay, so Toronto is not the capital. What? Uh, the capital sure is. is Ottawa, which is... Mm, oh my God, I'm going to butcher this. I feel so embarrassed. Um, probably, on, yeah, it's on the east side. And <laughs> uh, Toronto, it's... What I love about Toronto is the multiculture... Um, there is a lot of people living here. I think there's about 4 million, and then there's another 2 million that work here. It's just pretty crazy. It kind of reminds me of, like, New York Times Square because it's just jam-packed. Um, the city does sleep, though. Uh, i say after 3 a.m. in the morning, it's sleeping all the way till 5 in the morning, and then it just starts up again. But, of course, during this whole situation, it's kind of like after 10 o'clock, you're just like, oh, my gosh. There's nobody on the streets. But, um, yeah, I just, Toronto's just a big, big city. And then there's other little cities within it. So it's, like, divided into different sections and cities. And it's, like, when you hear Scarborough, um, that's, like, right beside Toronto. But then it became its own little city. And then it's just, like, little towns within. And then it's just a huge, huge 
it's a huge area. Toronto, really, it's like when people say Toronto, it can mean North York. It could mean East York. It could mean um, York. It could mean Etobicoke. It could mean so many other little, um, I guess, towns, so to say. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like... Yeah, it's just a huge city. So you said it's a lot like New York, and you mentioned how expensive housing is. So is is it a lot of, like, apartment, so apartment living then? Kind of like big cities like New York or Chicago here? Um, it's more of, like, housing as in, not, well, I know now there's so many more condos. Um, it's unbelievable how much it boomed comparing, like, to New York, but... Housing wise, like your semi-detached, your single homes, those are very expensive Um, just because of the international market buying into the city. It's really jacked up um, the housing and the prices like it's unbelievable. I remember houses in Toronto used to cost like 600,000. Now it's like it went up to a million and a million plus. And it's like the smallest little thing. Like, how could you fit even a dog in there, for example? I know the smallest, tiniest house in Toronto, like a couple of years back, went for 1.5 mil. And wow. I don't think they sold it. And it's very small, like tiny. It's like the size of a shed. Now, a shed can be any size, but I guess you could say your smallest size with that much. Two people can live there. And it's just unbelievable how much housing is, but it's because of the international market. Like we get a lot of international buyers that kind of um, influctuated this whole situation that now a lot of us can't buy or own our own homes. It's been really difficult. Like when a condo goes up, fun fact, they buy like half of the building and they rent it out. So it's just unfair for all of us who are in my generation in their mid-20s all the way to their 40s where it's just like they cannot buy a home they can't own one because it's so difficult who has the 10 percent down payment for a 1.2 million home yeah and you're i mean just that's like, about what 200 bucks us right um two, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i wish <laughs> i wish <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know our dollar's been doing pretty bad. It's so sad because I can't go to the States and do my shopping. Well, another fun fact, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, 19 to 21, a lot of, well, I guess I shouldn't say Americans, but at least Michigan, everybody I know always went over the border to do their drinking. A lot of people in Michigan will go over the border to like Windsor to do gambling also because um, with the, the variation in the dollar, you can gamble mm-hmm. more for the same price. Yeah, that is true. And I remember seeing, like, even going to Niagara Falls, uh, spur of the moment, because that was, like, my college years. Like, you would just, okay, you're done school. What are you doing Friday night? Let's just hit up Niagara Falls, go to the casino, then come home, like, at 2, 3 in the morning. And hopefully you wake up and make it to work Saturday at 6 a.m. Um, yeah, a lot of Americans would come by, even go through um, – Montreal, Quebec, which is another province because their drinking age is actually 18. And I think the border from Quebec, I think it's New Hampshire. I could be wrong. I don't read the signs when I'm driving when it comes to like, you know, U.S. border. I try to avoid it. Uh, But yeah, a lot of people would just come through there because it's like, oh, my God, I can drink. I can gamble. I can do whatever. And I don't know how you guys did it. Like, I feel like our alcohol is like so expensive compared to the United States. Um, I think it's pretty on par when factor in the exchange rate. I don't think the alcohol is that that much different. I mean, if you're going to the casino, I notice the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
is easier than standing outside a party store waiting for somebody to buy it for yes. you. <laughs> so another fun fact about Toronto, though, you know that uh, around half of the people that live in Toronto were born outside of Canada. Fun fact. That's that's not a made up fun fact either. <laughs> I see I'm getting the stink eye from both of you, but that is true. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Well, next question. Here we go. Another serious question. At what age does the government issue everybody their hockey skates? Well, I didn't get mine. <laughs> what? You didn't? No, because I don't really play hockey. <laughs> what? Wait, hold the phone. Hold and you call phone, yourself yeah. a Canadian? Well, okay, not all Canadians play hockey. <laughs> I warned you about his stereotypical uh, boomer questions he had for you. <laughs> I gave you the heads up. Listen, I don't play hockey, but yes, I can say 90% of Canadians do play hockey. And I guess, thank you. You know, out of that 80%, there's probably 20% of the parents force their kids to play hockey because it's like the thing. You have to have your kid in hockey because then it's like you're not part of that social light, you know, groupies that, oh, my kid plays hockey. And it's like they want their child to be that next um, Wayne Gretzky. They want to be the next uh, John Tavares and now these young guys that are playing, which I don't know much of them. And I actually, I used to watch hockey so religiously until the lockout. I think it was in, what year was it, 2006? When the hockey lockout happened, I used to be just a religious Toronto Maple Leaf fan, you know, because you grew up in Toronto, you got to watch them. Um, but, you know, there, you had some friends where they're like, no, Montreal Canadiens, Montreal Canadiens, New York Islanders, and uh, what, what are the Penguins? And, like, it's just really, like, you know, you were just so hardcore to your city, um, even though most of my friends are not um, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, which, hey, it's okay, you know? Um, I'm not going to get into it even more because I might get in trouble, but um, I, after the lockout, I couldn't continue watching it because, I don't know, I guess when you take a break for a, a year, you just don't see yourself watching the same sport again because it's like, okay, you just took that religious every single, every so often watching that show that all of a sudden it just, it's gone, it's gone, like you just move on. So I don't miss hockey. I don't watch it. I watch Team Canada Women's. That's a big thing that I really watch and dedicate. Uh, the junior women's hockey team, I do. Anything that's like women's sports, I do watch it, especially when it comes to Canada. Olympics, I watch. But I think it's just... I used to be a big soccer fan, but Canada doesn't have a great team. Sorry to say that. But, um, you know, we watch European soccer at home and... Obviously, when the World Cup, Euro Cup comes, and that's it. But I wasn't issued my 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 uh, hockey stick. <laughs> hockey skates. Hockey, yeah, hockey skates. skates. I don't know if they Sorry. give you a stick, too. Yeah, yeah. You need <laughs> to find might. out. A, a follow-up question on this, and this is coming from uh, Heather. You know, Heather yes, and I Melissa, do. with them being dental hygienists. Their question is, on average, how many teeth will a person lose in a year playing hockey? Do you know? How many teeth? It's got to be a bunch. Will they lose in a year? In a yeah. year? That's a lot. <laughs> I can't count them all. I'm pretty sure it's a lot. There's like, you see a kid without their front teeth all, not mainly because my teeth is loose. It's because they're that hockey kid, that, you know, wanted to be that cool, <laughs> that cool hockey player. <laughs> Oh, I got another fun fact, though. <laughs> Hockey is not the number one sport in Canada. 
that's not shocking to me. Things are changing. You know, people used to be so hardcore into hockey, but what is it? Tell me, what's the number one sport? I think Kelly knows, did I tell you? You did, and uh, it wasn't even what I guessed. You said the number one sport is lacrosse. My Mm -hmm. guess for the number one sport was curling. Um, and uh, mm. no, see, I oh, she shook her head, she, did, she didn't like that call. <laughs> um, curling, hmm. I was in a casino at Niagara Falls once, and uh, I was sitting at a table playing blackjack, and they have all the TVs above the game tables, you know. And in here at home, it's usually football, baseball on, right? I was sitting there, and I looked up, and they had curling on TV, and I made some dumbass American joke about curling. And I thought I was going to get jumped. Everybody at that table gave me the death stares. And I realized, oh, I'm in Canada. I just shut my mouth. But it, it gave me the impression that it was a lot more important than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I've watched it a couple times, but I don't oh. get the game. And I'm not interested in it. It's just, oh, man, just that's a lot of sweeping. Yep. But in Canada, all the floors are made out of ice anyhow, right? Because you're up there in the cold country. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, AC costs a lot to keep those cool. <laughs> skating down the stairs, skating down the living room, family room. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, you're up. You got a question? Yeah, so the next question you had is, is poutine just for breakfast? But I feel like, so I'm in, I'm in the coffee industry. And because of that, I feel like I know what the number one breakfast of Canada is. And I don't think it's poutine. So what do you think it is? It's Timmy's, right? Had to have Tim's, um, the double-double? Yes, but I feel like as the generation gets older, it's not become the double-double. It's either like the regular or the black. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's watching their sugar intake. <laughs> I don't understand any of what either of you just Tim said. Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about poutine. Okay, poutine is like the best. No, it actually can be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Oh, okay. Especially a day after a hangover, you just want to have a poutine. And okay, a lot of French Canadians might yell at me, but they pronounce it as poutine. And um, I call it poutine. (laughs) But poutine is like the best thing ever. You got fries, you got gravy, you got cheese curds. So the proper way of doing it is you dump your fries on obviously the plate um, and then you put your cheese curds on it and then you put the gravy on top and you just you know, oh man, you can just taste it now. Aren't you guys? You're like, oh, I need to get some poutine. And then the cheese starts to melt with the gravy and then the cheese and the gravy seep through the fries and create this layer of goodness that it's like so amazing and believe it or not when my cousin came from florida because i do have american cousins they came here for the first time and i said you need to have poutine you need to have some timorin's coffee because you just got to try it once even though there's other coffees out there that is better (laughs) (laughs) Yep. and then you (laughs) i think kelly knows what i'm talking about so (laughs) Um, and you know, you just got to have your maple syrup, pure maple syrup. Uh, you got to have it with the pancakes. Like you got to get the whole Canadian experience. And when she tried poutine, she was like, oh my gosh, why don't we have this in America? And I said, 
I don't know. It's a Canadian thing. You got to come here and just have it. See, I am envious of poutine. I don't think I've ever had like traditional, legit poutine. They have it at places in the U.S., but one of those things that you know you order it and you know it can't be right. <laughs> it's like their best yes. guess. <laughs> yeah. The only place I've had it was Burger King. Yeah, that can't be right. Yeah, yeah. And the best poutine you'll get is from Montreal, obviously. That's where it came from. That was its origin. I don't know how they came up with this amazing contraption. Like, it's so good. Actually, my mom had one last night, and she's just like, I'm not going to have dinner. I'm just going to have a poutine. So she's more Canadian than I am. (laughs) Well, follow-up question. How many times a week does the average Canadian eat poutine? I don't know. It could be, like, every day if they wanted to. (laughs) But definitely it's a must-have. So if you guys go to the Niagara Falls again, I would love to be there when you're there. And I think that's all I'm going to say about poutine because I feel like I'm going to have an early dinner. <laughs> so I got another thing. There is something I'm at odds with with Canada. Just saying. Mm-mm. But I need to know, do you call Canadian geese Canadian geese? Or do we just call them Canadian geese and you just call them geese? And are they really from dang Canada? And I'm at odds with them because I hate it when a flock is flying over and you're just trying to duck and duck and run. Do you call them Canadian geese or just geese? No, we don't call them Canadian geese. Uh-oh. I think it's just a you thing. <laughs> I call them geese or some people call it, or some kids call it. It's the bird that's on the loony. <laughs> so well i I was i was really serious about that question because that's what we call them they're known as canadian geese they're carrying loonies they fly with loonies (laughs) they got a maple leaf on them (laughs) they uh i will get hundreds of them in my backyard sometimes at the right time of year just carrying on and doing what geese do I don't know the difference between a Canadian geese and a regular goose. I was just really curious. So you just call them geese. I don't know. Yeah. Just so you know, they're Canadian geese. Okay. So <laughs> so the Canadian geese you get throw loonies out. Like they just, as droplings. Yeah. Like we get right. the droplings and you guys get the loonies. Yep. And then we collect them, give them to Kelly. He goes gambles with them. At least it recycles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Environmentally friendly. Oh, Kelly's shaking his head at me. <laughs> you got a question, Kelly? I'm just reading ahead on this question list. That's why I'm shaking my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> the next question is, how many bottles of maple syrup do you currently have in your house? And you need to be within five for your answer. Oh my God, I only have one. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's disappointing too. I figured everybody everybody in Canada would have, you know, 15 to 20 bottles of maple syrup. No, because there's too many. Actually, my parents' house where they live, they live 30 minutes north of Toronto. Um, I used to go there a lot. They make maple syrup. At, it's called the Courtright Centre. So whoever's, whoever is visiting Toronto, uh, definitely visit the Courtright Centre. It's in Vaughan. Because you get to learn how to make maple syrup. And I think I went there six times in my lifetime when I was a kid because they will teach you how to make uh, maple syrup from sap and it's a pretty cool experience so I only have one mm. bottle though no. <laughs> that one bottle. jeez disappointed so your school <laughs> trips is going to learn to make maple syrup that yeah. sounds now that that fits in within my box of questions that I'm asking because uh like Kelly I think in the fourth grade his class trip was not to make maple syrup but he went to Toronto 
Yeah. What? I think it's fifth grade. We took a fifth grade trip to Toronto to see uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wow. That's a really good trip. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. That is a really good trip. Grade five. Gee, it was like either the Metro Zoo, the Science Center, or how to make maple syrup. So <laughs> that was that sounds like an awesome <laughs> it was trip. It good. It was fun. Well, falling back on that Canadian geese thing, because that kind of threw me off. I'm going to do a follow-up. Canadian bacon. Do you just have bacon? Or is it Canadian bacon? It's just bacon. Jesus. Is it round or strips? It's strips. Why would they be round? You never heard of Canadian bacon? No. <laughs> I have female bacon, but they're not wow. round. <laughs> yeah, Canadian bacon is round. It's more like a ham. Kind of tastes like a ham. And it's called Canadian bacon. No, I never heard of that. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness, this is being real enlightening though. I didn't really think I would learn anything today, but that's a mind blower. No, nobody nobody tunes in to Not at Odds to learn a dang thing, and we are learning something here. Okay, Kelly, you got another one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... What do we have to do to get you guys to take Justin Bieber back and just keep him? Yeah, we don't want him no more. I'm pretty sure he's here. I think he's here, but he moves back and forth. But we didn't want him either. We were hoping you guys could keep him. (laughs) Oh. I was like, no, he's moving back. Until I found out where he moved. He bought his house. It's actually east um, from Toronto. It's like a 40-minute drive. It's called the city called Cambridge and. I could be wrong, it could be longer, but I didn't expect him to come back. I think a lot of people were disappointed, and uh, and we, I think we, I think Twitter went off too. Said no, you keep him. The key, the the U.S. We loves don't want him. him. I think we're all done with Justin Bieber. Oh, uh, not everybody. In the not, US <laughs> not everybody. There's a there's a few more that we're going to give you because these these people promised they would move to Canada if Trump was elected. That's how Trump got elected because. These people said they had moved to Canada, so everybody went out and voted for Trump just to make that happen. Guess what? They're still here. You can have Whoopi Goldberg, Amy Schumer, Miley Cyrus, and Jon Stewart. Those are just a few of them that said they had moved, and they went ahead and stayed. You can have them. Pay them move in with Justin. Well, you know, I heard it from Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, and I was pretty excited about that, but that never happened, and he's still there. If you can ship over Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, I would be a happy camper. I think Kelly's going to keep him in the U.S. He's a fan, too. Uh, 15 years ago, I would have fought for him. Now you can take him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's okay, if you'll take these other ones, then we'll ship them off. Kelly, you got no attachment to them. Teresa, okay with that, you think? Yeah, they can go. All right. Okay. All right. That's good. (laughs) I guess I'll keep, uh, yeah, sure, I'll keep them. All right, then you got to take all them with Bieber. He can move into Drake's house. Drake. Does he come and visit Drake? You live right by Drake, don't you? Near Drake, in the same city. Well, yeah, we are in the same city, but um, I don't know if he visits him or not. That's acting like that's cool because I knew that Drake lived in Toronto. One thing really cool, your prime minister is so cool, and we all loved him like in Back to the Future, you know, when he played Back to the Future and... I don't know, he had a couple TV shows, other TV shows and movies, but your Prime Minister, Michael J. Fox, is so cool with your head of state, Celine Dion. I mean, we just think that's awesome being in the U.S., you know, and seeing you guys have Michael J. Fox. Um, 
I did meet him at a uh, Toronto, the Toronto 2015 Games. Was he wearing his orange, like, light vest, puffy vest from the movie Back to the Future? Uh, no, he wasn't. He was actually uh, in a conference where we set up our offices during the meantime for the Para Pan Am Games, and um, I was like, it's Justin Trudeau. Wait, it's who? Justin Trudeau, our Prime Minister. It's not Michael J. Fox? <laughs> no, it's not the, the dream team that you mentioned. It's not. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. Still Celine Dion, though, right? Isn't she in the States or something? <laughs> I don't think she's in Canada anymore. So this is our lightning round. We're going to fire some questions at you. Lightning round. Kelly, you take the first one. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm scared. Which of these shows best represents Canada? Letterkenny, Red Green, or Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. No, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the first All thing right. that came to mind. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep that answer. <laughs> it's still stuck in my head. So does Letterkenny represent, like, what part of Canada would that represent? When I first started watching that show, I was like, this doesn't remind me of anything I have ever seen in Canada. It, it reminded me of more like Colorado in the U.S. or something like that. Letterkenny is more of, like, your northern rural areas in Canada. Okay. Um, Yeah, just like trailer parks. That's like your south side, and then you've got your north side, uh, Letterkenny. And Red Green, he's out in the woods, right? Yeah, but if see, if you come to Toronto, like, into the city, like, it's just, it doesn't remind you of any of them. But, yeah, that, that's a whole new ball game up in the north. Okay, continuing on with the lightning round. Lightning round. Be quick with your answers. How many A's <laughs> in Canada? There's, like, three, right? <laughs> yeah, there's, like, three. And it's the letter A. It's not the E-H. A, do you know how to use it in a sentence? you got to pick and choose. Let's hear it. I said it a couple of times. Did you not hear me? I usually say it at the end or at the beginning. It depends. You might hear it again. Yeah, depending. I've only caught a, uh, a sorry so far. That is the only Canadian thing that's stuck out to me so far in this recording. I didn't hear any A's. I said A a couple of times. <laughs> I had a kid one time tell me, you know how you spell Canada? And I said, no. He says C-A-N-A-D-A. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, lightning round continues. Lightning round. Kelly. All right, Labatt or Molson? And I feel like we're going to get corrected for saying Labatt because I've been corrected for saying Labatt in Canada. Uh, Molson. Molson. Wrong answer, sorry. That's my opinion, though. (laughs) I haven't tried Labatt Blue. So you have to try Labatt Blue. It's one of the best beers out there. But from what I've learned from going to Canada is... uh, you can't order a Labatt. You have to order a blue. Like, I have gone to bars in Canada, said, I want a Labatt, and got the stink eye. And they all correct me. Say, nope, you have to say blue. That's you it. know what the thing is? When an American comes to Canada, Canadians know. It's like they have this radar. They're like, yep, you're not from here. <laughs> I get it. Well, I thought we knew enough about Canada that we'd probably just fit in, but it uh, sounds like it's not. I mean, it's easy to tell from our American flag t-shirts with the eagle on it and the, the cowboy <laughs> hat. We're easy to pick out in a crowd. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> and your red wing jersey you're wearing and stop waving that flag, Kelly. Look at him. It's okay. I'm I'm a team player, eh? <laughs> I didn't bring him up to be that disrespectful, Angelica. But with that, lightning round continues. Lightning round. How many NHL teams are based in Canada? Hold on. NHL teams. Okay, so we got Toronto, Calgary, Ottawa, Edmonton, um, Calgary Flames, Ottawa Senators. I think I'm missing a few. Yeah. So, what's your number? What's your guess? I say five or four. <gasps> The answer is 14. What? <laughs> Do they not I make it? it up. 14. Yeah. I think they <laughs> don't make it. There's 14 of them out there. Wow. Yeah, 14 of them out there. Okay, lightning round continues. Lightning round. Go, Kelly. All right, I'm going to name three celebrities, and you have to name which one is Canadian. Elon Musk, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or Tommy Chong? Gee. Um... <laughs> I don't know why Tommy Chong stays in my head. This is my thought process. Is he Canadian? Yeah, he is, but he's a Canadian-American. He was born in Edmonton. So, yeah, Tommy Chong came straight to my head. Is she right, Kelly? Yeah, Tommy Chong. I don't know. You didn't give me the answers. All three of those are Canadian. Elon Musk? Yep. Dwayne Johnson? Dane Johnson's not Canadian. I thought he is from Hawaii. What? It says he is Canadian. Okay, wait a second. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. The Rock? No, he's not. I saw his biography on WWE the other day. No. I thought he was Hawaiian. Yeah, thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Say it, all right. You are... Hold on a second. Okay, no, wait, hold on a second. Dwayne Johnson was born in California. Elon Musk, I've never heard of him before in my life, and people might, you know, throw rocks at me for this. I don't even know how to spell his (laughs) name, but... (laughs) <laughs> is he Canadian? I thought he was from, like, Mars. I, I refuse to believe that Elon Musk is from this planet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, so he's not Canadian? Yeah, Elon Musk is. Okay, but... so The Rock is an American-Canadian actor, but he was born in California. He was born there. He's not... What, then why does it say he's uh, Canadian? But he was a football player in his college years. Maybe as a dual citizenship because a lot of movies are filmed in Vancouver and Toronto because they're cheaper. So does that make him not Canadian? I don't know. This is a tricky one. Okay. Well, I'm looking at it right here. It says American Canadian actor. I don't know. Dwayne Johnson. I might give this one to you because I don't know. He was born in California. But you looked it up. I heard you say. But he is Canadian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> staring at it. I'm a bit shocked. I was like, he played professional <laughs> football when he was in college and that didn't work out. <laughs> Okay, continuing on with the lightning round. Lightning round. Put these teams in order of national importance. Flames, Leafs, Canucks. Oh. If I was in jeopardy, I'd be losing all my money right now. So let's do this. <laughs> in order of what? National importance. Oh my god, someone's going to like throw rocks at <laughs> Yes, me. they are. Um, okay, so... You'll find her address in the show notes. <laughs> everyone (laughs) um okay importance (sighs) okay the flames do pretty well the Leafs will be in third because that's a team that's always in rebuilding since like friggin 1996 and then number two would be probably canucks because those are the two teams that actually make it further than the Leafs. I'm sorry, Toronto, but that's just the truth. And most Torontonians are not Leaf fans, so it's okay. Unless they make it to the playoffs, they, be, they jump on the bandwagon. I did not think that you would throw <laughs> the Leafs under the bus. Even though 
they're consistently one of the worst teams in NHL. It says right here. Thanks. It says it right here. It says Toronto Maple Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since 67. Loser. Yeah, and they've been rebuilding for how long? Did it say 100 I years? I didn't say, but... Are we going to celebrate that? Ouch. I can't judge too much. I'm a fan of the Detroit Lions, so... You suck! That is true. Okay, we're coming up to the last three of the lightning round. Kelly? Do you use to cross a lake? I use an old thousand-year-old tree. What? Play along with us, Angelica. You know where we're going (laughs) with this. Okay, fine. A canoe. (laughs) Angelica. (laughs) Okay, fine. I pay somebody to, you know, ride their boat over to the other side. So you take a boat? Yes, I take a boat. A boat. What do cowboys wear on their feet? Cowboy boots. A boot, right? No, it's not a boot. A cowboy wears boots on his feet, so he'd wear a boot. A boot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you're looking at me like there's something more that's going to come out of me. Oh. And then complete this uh, movie title. There's something <laughs> blank Mary. There's something blank Mary. Some movie. Who's in that, Cal? Cameron Diaz. Ben Stiller. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even know that movie, do I? I'm not a movie person. I think you got the wrong Canadian. Eh? Oh, goodness. Hey. All right. It's supposed to be something. <laughs> I haven't said sorry in this segment in a while either. <laughs> oh, okay. It's supposed to be something about Mary. And oh. I was trying to get you to say a boot the whole time. Boot and a boot. Because in our world, all Canadians say they'd take a boot to cross the lake, a boot would wear on their feet. And there's something about Mary. You don't say about. You say a boat. No, I say about. What the heck? Are you sure you're Canadian? I am Canadian, but I'm a Torontonian, so. <laughs> explain. Explain. Why is it different? Because there's a lot of multiculturalism where if you were to go further east to, like, the capital or in Montreal, which is the city in Quebec, there's French Canadians. And if you go to, like, the east coast or the west coast, there's different dialects of um, their every province has their own English dialect. Just like when you go to Ireland, there's, like, three different dialects, right? Uh, when you go to England, every city has their own dialects. And especially where my parents are from, it's like Spanish has different dialects. Every country has their own, you know, different dialects. So when people ask me, like, isn't it about, a, now you got me confused, a boot about roots, routes. Ah. I don't even know what's <laughs> the correct word even to this day. Is it a route? Am I going on this route or am I going on this route? I say both. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, Everyone in in Toronto, it's just like you don't have that. It's like I said, it's a multicultural. You you pick on from different dialects, and I was never taught to say it that way. You got me thinking now. I'm like, hmm, no, okay. but it's not a boot. No, yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> I mean, we've had all this stereotypical Canadian stuff, and you have just completely messed with us. Um, I did have another question: How many loonies in a roll? Oh, that's a great question. I haven't rolled loonies in a while. Um, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. The same amount that's in toonies, which I didn't know was such a thing. Is it 20? Like, I know how much is in toonies. I'm going to search this up because you really asked me some good questions. And I'm like, I should have been prepared for this or something. Yeah, so $1 is 20 or 25 pieces. Oh, I didn't find the 20. Are you sure you're not just making that up? I found 25 all over the place. <laughs> it says right there. 
I don't it would know. be weird if they had two different amounts as a standard roll. Standard roll is 25, and then... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, two knees, I guess 25 as well. Yeah. 25 as well. Okay, another fun fact. Canada is huge. It's 37 million people. Half of it's covered in forest. The average people per square mile. You have any idea? You guys, both of you take a guess. How many average per square mile? Now, you live in Toronto, which there's 3 million people. That's kind of hard because if you go British Columbia, it's funny how I don't really answer your question and I just go on and off about some information. But in British Columbia, Alberta, like there's not many, many, many people. It's like, whoa, where am I? I think the bigger cities will take up most of the population. Unless you're going to Manitoba. How many people would you say, Kelly, per square mile? It got to average out all across Canada. Well, you said half the country is wilderness, right? So that's going to bring the average way down. 2,000. And what's your answer, Angelica? I actually don't know. It's it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Three. Three people. Three wow. people per square mile. What's a, what's a mile and a kilometer? It's close to the same thing. You're supposed to do the conversion for me. I didn't put it down there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> couple things i want you to tell me about that i read today okay this is toronto stuff okay the path let us all know what the path is okay so we have a transit system that goes underground which is called the subway which i think it's similar to the one in new york and i don't know if you guys have one i don't know i've sent you pictures of turkeys blocking my drive okay (laughs) (laughs) no subway here and no no so the underground subway it's so big because you can get to different cities north and south east and west and a lot of people use it to commute to work so the path it's like an underground mall but it's like a weird shape like i really got to show it to you it's really interesting and to get to one little i guess instead of taking the subway to get to three stops you can just walk through the path to get to where you need to be and it's so cool it's like an underground mall well, there's 1,200 stores and restaurants, 50 office towers, 20 parking garages, five subway stations, a railway terminal, 28 kilometers in length. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. You can get lost. Some more fun facts. Young Street, Y-O-N-G-E, longest street in the world. Yes, it is. And I remember, fun story, when I was working for the Pan Am Games, and I had some Americans come up to me because they were like, I guess, taking a break and they wanted to kind of explore Toronto. And they asked me, how do I get to Youngin Street? And I said, sorry, what? They're like, Youngin Street. And I'm saying to myself, where's Youngin? So she pulls out the map and she was a reporter for the U.S. Uh, Olympic team. And she's just like, oh, it's this, like this Youngin. And I'm like, oh, you mean Young Street. Okay, so this is what you're going to do. So she's like, oh, you call it Young Street. I said, yeah, because if, if you say Young into anybody else on the street, no one's going to know what you're talking about. So it's Young Street. <laughs> well, please tell me, you told her, it's a boot three kilometers that way, eh? No, I didn't say Dang that. It. I said you can find an Uber and it'll get there faster. <laughs> There's around 160 completed skyscrapers in Toronto and 112 more are being constructed. I bet you knew that one because... What do you do for a living? I'm a project administrator for a construction company. Do you call it the CN Tower or CN Tower? 
The CN Tower. CN Tower. The Canadian National Tower. Oh, that's I didn't even know what it stood for. Yeah, I thought it was pretty lame, though. The Canadian National Tower. I'm like, really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yes, it's called the CN Tower. It's super tall. I think it's comparable to, well, obviously... They overshadowed us when Dubai decided to build their own skyscrapers. But the CN Tower is really iconic besides Niagara Falls. Um, it's a very iconic structure that everybody wants to come out and see. You get to see the view of the city um, all 360, which is really neat. I've been there too many times. Believe it or not, my husband hasn't been yet, which I'm trying to get him to go. Um, yeah, and any time that somebody wants wants to visit us, we usually take them to the CN Tower. That's one thing you have to come and see when you're in Toronto. It's just so beautiful to kind of see the view of the city 360. I've actually been to the CN Tower before when we were there on our field trip to Toronto. We went, and the thing I remember about it is they were giving everybody a hard time about not throwing pennies off of the edge of it. Is that a thing? Well, not a thing anymore because we eliminated the penny because we're too cool. Oh, was it because of all the CN Tower deaths? No. (laughs) (laughs) So their big thing when we were there was you guys can't throw pennies off of this tower because if it hit somebody at the ground, it would kill them. Like that's, that's my memory of the CN Tower. I don't know about a penny, but I can see a loony or toony trying to kill somebody. But <laughs> well, we don't even have pennies. Isn't that crazy? Because they don't want us to carry so much change. So uh, for those who don't know, we have a toony, a loony, a nickel, a dime, and that's it. We used to have the penny. Not anymore, but things cost more because they have to do the round. And now they're considering of uh, taking out the nickel, which I'm like, great. Things are going to be even more expensive. You didn't say quarter. You guys have quarters, right? Yeah, we do have quarters. Did I forget quarters? Because they plug up our dang machines here all the time. Yeah, your quarters are different. Yeah, because we're cooler. You guys have like a thicker coin. Like it's, I feel like it's heavier. Because it's worth more. When I'm in Florida. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one more thing I want to ask you about. There's a parade in Toronto. I don't know if it's once a year. It's like the longest parade that there is, a caravana. Am I saying it right? Yes, yes. It runs from 10 in the morning till 8 at night. Yeah. So what is that parade? Tell me a little bit about it. Is it once a year? It's once a year, and it happens, I think, in the beginning of August. Yes, it's the beginning of August. It's the biggest uh, Caribbean African parade. So everyone is welcome. They put on their traditional costumes that are so awesome. And it's like you get to really embrace the Caribbean culture and from different countries. And they shut down the highway or the street. I think it's Lakeshore. So it's Lakeshore. It's right by the lake going into the city. And it's just, it's really amazing. Like it's the longest and the most colorful parade you'll ever go to there's food you get to try out foods from different uh, countries and and just have fun um we believe it or not get a lot a lot of american tourists like i'd seen almost every license plate during that weekend like it's unbelievable how many americans come over to have fun like it's unbelievable like new york is one of them minnesota i've seen new hampshire i've seen new jersey north carolina florida even texas people driving so far to come to toronto and enjoy this parade it's incredible like during the follow-up of that week 
weekend because it's like four days long because it's in the one of the long weekends. I've seen every single license plate come through Toronto and it's it's incredible to have that many people, especially Americans, come to Toronto for that parade. That sounds awesome. If they have a Caribbean beer, we're there, right, Cal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Angelica, you have a podcast. Tell us a little bit. Tell us a name. Tell us how people find you. So my podcast is called A Little Bit of Everything With Me. You can find it on 16 podcast platforms. You can also find it on anchor.fm. Uh, slash everything with Ange, A-N-G-E. And I interview different uh, professionals and people from different backgrounds, like uh, entrepreneurs, uh, speakers, coaches, actors, musicians, um, the list goes on. And we like to talk about how they got there into their profession and their failures, their struggles, the hurdles that they took to become successful. I also talk about reality TV with one of my co-hosts, the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments. We talk about reality TV. Shout out to the Coupon Queenpin. And uh, we talk about 90 Day Fiance, which is obviously the hottest show right now. Uh, we do shower karaoke series, which we pick a song and we choose if it's either a shower song or a karaoke song. And we are going into a brand new season of 13 Reasons Why. We do recap the show, um, but we are coming back with that in the next coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. You can find me on Instagram at a little bit of everything with me. Also on Facebook. And there is a Facebook group. If you enjoy reality TV a lot, you can join the Facebook group. And let's just talk about the trash TV that we're all watching these days. Hint, hint, 90 Day Fiance. I really appreciate you taking the time to take some time out on a Sunday to be on our crazy little podcast. going to be a lot of fun. You really blew my mind. What do you think, Gil? I mean, some of the stuff I was saying was stereotypical, but... It's not. Yeah, I think the whole podcast was just the stereotypes. And uh, I don't know, you surprised me with a couple things for sure. Like, I thought, you know, dumb Americans, we think we know everything about everything. So you surprised me with a couple things. All jokes aside, I actually love Canada. My wife and I go to Niagara Falls for her birthday almost every single year for a weekend. Aww. I haven't been to Windsor in a few years, but I love Windsor. Yeah. Um, I actually really love when I can make it over to Canada. So all the stupid little jokes aside... Thank you. We actually love the country. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so nice that she loves to come to Niagara Falls. It's one of our favorite spots. Aww, that's amazing. And a fun fact, when Kelly was probably 14 or 15, he had me take him and his buddy over the border to skateboard. Do you remember that, Kelly? Wow. So you could say that you skateboarded in Canada. Very little bit, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, but I did. Took him to port. Took him to Port Huron, and just right across the bridge, he says, "I want to say that we skateboarded in Canada." And so I took him and his buddy over there. And they skated around the parking lot. He was happy. That's really cool. Well, once again, Angelica, we really thank you for coming on. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been fun. You guys challenged me a bit. I didn't know uh, Dwayne Johnson was Canadian. He had a dual citizenship. Interesting. So ha. thank you guys so much. This was a lot of fun, eh? Eh? Hey. <laughs> well, I got to say, it blew our minds. And when it comes to Canada, you can honestly say we are not, not at, at 